Welcome to the More Than a Pastor Show with Rich Avery. If you're tired of feeling stuck, broke, or unfulfilled in your life and ministry, you're in the right place. This show is about helping you reimagine your calling so you can enjoy the life, impact, and income you were made for. And now your host, marathon runner, In-N-Out burger lover, and a guy who's more than a pastor, Rich Avery. Hey, welcome to More Than a Pastor. My name is Rich Avery. This is where we'll help you take your biggest frustrations, passions, and dreams for your life and work and transform them into your greatest and most fulfilling calling so you can enjoy the life, impact, and income you were made for. That's what More Than a Pastor is all about. Thanks for being here today for my very first episode. It's episode zero. I have had a cold or allergies or something going on in the last couple days, so my head is congested, my chest is congested, my throat is full of who knows what, so I don't sound like I should be on a podcast today. But you know what? I had a goal. I had a goal to launch this podcast uh, this week, and so it didn't matter to me whether I was sick or didn't feel well or sound well, I was going to record this episode and get it out there for the world. You see, uh, I've had a dream to launch a podcast for over 10 years, and uh, I've always felt like, well, I wasn't expert enough, or, you know, uh, no one would want to listen to me, what do I have to add and to share to someone's life and make their life different. I always had these these limiting beliefs that uh, kept me back from from launching into this and putting myself out there, taking a risk, uh, sharing what was put inside of me. But I also felt this this burden or responsibility that God had planted so much inside of me, had blessed me with so many mentors who had spoken into my life, has uh, brought about some great transformation in my life, and I wanted to be able to share those things and help other other pastors going through challenging situations in their life and in their ministry. And so that's that's why I decided to finally uh, take this leap. Um, I've been a part of a, a group with Dan Miller in 48 Days, uh, his 48 Days Eagles group, if you're familiar with Dan at all, or if you're not, you can find him at 48days.com. He's the author of the book, 48 Days to the Work You Love. So he's got this Eagles mentoring group, and I've been a part of that group for um, about about a year, I think. And um, in, in this group, there was a podcasting course, a four-week podcasting course hosted by Eric K. Johnson. And uh, he's the podcast talent coach, and you can find him at podcasttalentcoach.com. And uh, I, I just decided when I, when I signed up for that podcasting course, it was going to be four Wednesday nights. And, I, and it actually, the very first episode or the very first week of the class was on my 50th birthday. That night, you know, we were going to have a family dinner. But I told my wife, I know we want to have a dinner with the family. Let's do it early because I've got to be a part of that podcasting class. I've, this is it. I've got to get my podcast going and finally get it launched. So I've been part of those episodes, and I just told myself, before this class is done, I want to have my first episode up and get my podcast launched. So it's been a flurry of activity. I have binge listened to dozens of Eric's uh, podcast episodes to learn more about uh, podcasting and and uh, found someone to create the podcasting art for me, for the, the cover art, and, and uh, worked on a musical intro and all of that. So just uh, very grateful, thankful to God to be able to finally... Finally, put those things together and get the uh, podcast launched. So today is episode zero. I don't want to take a lot of time today, but I would like to um, give you some information about myself, who I am, and, and, and maybe why you want to be listening, why, why you want to tune in. 
why would this uh, show, the More Than a Pastor show, be of value to you? And uh, so I'll give you some information about myself and also some of my goals for the podcast and some of the things you can expect uh, each and every week as as we uh, go forward in, in this relationship together. So first of all, for myself, uh, I've lived in the Grand Rapids area for, uh, I don't know, about 30 years, I think. Uh, I've, I've been a lifelong resident of Michigan, and um, I felt a call to ministry at age 26 and first got involved in homeless crisis intervention, did that for a number of years, and then that led itself into a job at my church that I was attending, uh, Kentwood Community Church in Grand Rapids, and I've been serving there as a pastor for many years, uh, but on two different occasions. And so uh, I'll be talking about that uh, to give you some some background information. But uh, so I say I had a quarter life crisis at age 26, uh, felt a call to ministry and began to figure out what that was and eventually realized that was a call to uh, vocational ministry as a pastor. So uh, from 1999 until 2008, I served at uh, Kentwood Community Church uh, wearing a number of hats, congregational care, community outreach, small groups, and global missions. In 2008, I was appointed to a small role in our denomination, the Wesleyan Church, as the director of a ministry um, whose goal was to uh, focus on church planting and leadership development in Native American communities. So my job was to raise awareness and raise funds for our Native pastors and leaders to do the work God called them to do in the Native communities all across uh, the U.S., so that was a great opportunity for me to do uh, to serve in that way. I was really blessed, worked with so many great pastors, and just uh, God grew my heart for for small town church, small town ministry, ministry on, on reservations or in communities where there's just a, a handful of people showing up each week. Uh, God really uh, blessed me and, and touched me in a great way, it gave me a heart to help pastors that are bivocational and pastors that are co-vocational or struggling financially and uh, how to help them um, take uh, steps forward in their lives to become more more self-sustaining in uh, what they do. And then in 2013, uh, God called me back to Kentwood Community Church. I know that's not very often that someone serves as a, as a pastor in a church and then leaves and then comes back uh, as a pastor again at that church. But what a blessing it was for me to be able to do that. Uh, just a joy to serve our church in our uh to, to launch our first uh, satellite campus in a neighboring community. Uh, Kentwood, uh, where our church is located, is on the southeast side of Grand Rapids. And then uh, we were launching a campus in Wyoming on the southwest side, uh, about seven miles away from our main campus. And I, I was tapped to be the campus pastor and to uh, help work on buying the building. We were buying an old school that had been closed and doing some renovations and retrofit, you know, building the community and growing, growing and launching that campus. So I was the campus pastor there for two years. And that was just a real great uh, blessing and privilege for me to be able to do that. And then uh, in 2015, uh, the guy that had replaced me in 2008 as the missions pastor when I went to the Native Ministries, uh, he he left uh, the church in, in 2015 to serve with one of our missions partners. And so um, God really opened the door for me to come back into that local and global missions role, which that was really uh, my heart. And I've uh, served in that role uh, from 2015 until uh, until now uh, through 2020. And uh, that's just a real been a big blessing. I've really loved being able to travel the world and uh, be a part of what God's doing, encouraging global leaders, uh, pastors and leaders all around the world. Uh, in fact, um, COVID's been a little weird for me, this COVID-19 situation, because usually I'm traveling every month, every two months somewhere. And I haven't traveled uh, in seven, six or seven months. What is it? Uh, uh, since uh, March, the first week of March, that was my last trip. 
I was actually on my way to India when uh, I, I learned that India was closing their their uh, borders. And they were going to stop uh, having flights coming in from the U.S. And so I decided, well, I better turn around and, and come back home and not be stuck there for who knows how long. So uh, that's, uh, but yeah, it's been a real blessing for me to uh, to serve in in that role. And, uh, and that's where I'm at today. And uh, but finally launching this podcast, I've always um, had a heart to help pastors. And I've always had a struggle in my heart, too, because I've been conflicted in that I felt a call to ministry. And I've had that affirmed over and over, full-time vocational ministry, but also have had so many other dreams in my life. Do you know what I'm talking about? Have you, have you had dreams as well? Maybe dreams of entrepreneurship, you know, maybe having a business. Maybe there's another ministry you've wanted to start or, or another passion or interest that you've had. And, and you weren't sure, like, can that align well with your full-time ministry? Or do you have to choose one or the other? And that's where I was for so many years. I, I, I just felt kind of stuck and, and frustrated. Like, like I know I, I, I think I feel called to both, but I didn't always know what to do with my entrepreneurial passions and interests. And, and well, to be honest, the church didn't always know what to do about those things either. Uh, eventually that came uh, to be celebrated. Uh, but at some point, you know, at, at first it was like, well, do we need to help Rich choose one or the other? It was just um, hard, hard to know because I don't, I don't know how it was for you and how long you've been in ministry. But, but for me, I remember that um, like for many people, they felt like if you're called to be a pastor, I mean, it's a lifetime calling and, and like there's no turning back. And, and I heard someone say like, if you, if you couldn't envision doing something else in your life, you should go do that. If, if being a pastor isn't the only thing, if that's not your singular focus, then, then you should go and do that other thing. But I, 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 just, I just never thought that was valid. And when you realize how many pastors are, are bivocational anyway and co-vocational, I mean, and not just in the last 100 years, but like for the last 2,000 years, um, bivocational ministry, co-vocational ministry is, is basically what the church has been made of. And so I never, I never really bought into that. And so my heart is to help pastors that are feeling that same uh, struggle or pull, like toward entrepreneurship or toward other dreams and goals for their life, and how to how to balance that with ministry, or how to how to um, align align their goals and dreams for the future with the calling they felt God has placed on their heart. So those are some of the things I'm going to be talking about here on the podcast uh, as as time goes along. And I'd love to be able to interact with many of you listeners and have you share your thoughts and your experiences and your feelings in that as well. Another thing uh, that has burdened me is that a lot of pastors struggle financially. You know, for some of us, it's because the church can't pay enough or, or won't pay enough. Now, I've been blessed. I've been in a church that's been very, very generous and uh, has done a great job of aligning our pastor salaries with the going rates and, and checking with other churches to see how we line up in, in all of that. So, so that's been a blessing to me. But I've, I've met so many pastors who have struggled financially. Their, their church is small and they just can't pay them enough. And, or, or maybe, uh, like, like for me, my wife and I had five kids, so that's seven in our family. So sometimes the pastor's family size doesn't match up with their income. I mean, again, I was blessed with a great salary from my church, but it wasn't going to get bigger uh, as I had more kids, you know. So uh, we had to figure out, okay, what are some other ways we can earn extra money? And a lot of pastors struggle with that and are not sure how to do that or, or maybe even how to negotiate for more uh, money from their current church or what are some alternatives, other, other things they can negotiate for uh, besides cash compensation. So those are some of the things I want to talk about as well. Uh, I've, I've known a lot of pastors, you know, that are bivocational and, uh, and, and are co-vocational. 
Uh, I guess really uh, co-vocational is the word that's coming into uh, vogue uh, these days, I guess, but uh, for all of my living, uh, bivocational was the word I heard. But I think maybe uh, one of the differences is that bi kind of shows that it's like a, it's one or the other, uh, but co-vocational kind of shows that they're together, they're, they're complementary. So I think I like the word co-vocational a lot better. Uh, you know, so some, some pastors of necessity have to become co-vocational because they're in a small town or a small church and, and the church is not going to be able to provide the income that they need. But more and more I've met pastors, especially church planters, uh, who, who want to be co-vocational uh, long term. It's not like a stepping stone, but they, they love having a foot in the church world and a foot in the, in the community. They love working in the coffee shop or owning a business or whatever it is that they do in the, in the marketplace because it gets them around people and it, it builds relationships and trust with them in ways that they never would as a pastor. And so I want to dive into that more and, and explore that and, and hear stories of pastors who are feeling that way as well. Uh, but really, I think more and more pastors are going to find themselves in that situation. That's one of the things I really want to wanted to dive into. Uh, I, I have felt more and more that the, the church in the 21st century is going to look a lot more like the church in the first century with, with co-vocational pastors, with smaller churches, and uh, not, not the huge megachurches. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm a prophet and that the megachurch uh, day is done. I, I don't mean to presume that whatsoever. But the trends are saying from Barna and other researchers that the younger generations aren't really interested in the institutional church. They're not going to find themselves in a large, huge megachurch somewhere. They're going to want to come to the coffeehouse church or the, the church that's in, in a community center or the church that's in someone's living room. Smaller churches led by pastors, that, and there's only like 10, 15, 20, 30 people in those churches, mi- micro churches. And so pastors are going to have to become co-vocational uh, to, to lead those congregations. So that's just a feeling that I've had more and more is that is that uh, we're going to be seeing smaller churches and, and more pastors becoming co-vocational. And, and, and bigger churches having to choose, having to cut back, having to make uh, changes because of the generational sea change that we're, I think, going to, going to see happening here really quickly in uh, the North American church anyway. But, but hasn't COVID-19 already kind of um, given us a preview of that? I mean, so many churches, their economic models have been turned upside down. So many pastors are who have never worried about their finances before are like, wow, can, can the church still afford to, to pay me? Uh, can the church still afford to keep the staff that we have? Do we need, need to start making cutbacks? And if the youth group can't meet, can we keep paying the youth pastor? And so churches are having to, to come to grips with questions they haven't really had to address in, in generations. And I, again, I just think that's a precursor. I, I don't presume to know how long COVID-19 is going to be around and how long things are going to have to change, but but can we at least agree that the church model has shifted? It, it has flipped uh, since March of 2020, and churches are going online. Uh, we're not able to meet in person like we once did, at least in most communities or most states, and so things are totally different. Uh, still in, in in August, our church is doing drive-in churches. Still, we've done that since uh, since May. I think we've had churches church in the parking lot. And that's been awesome. Uh, drive-in church. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, but when will things get back to like normal, if you will? Will we have to make cutbacks? Will other churches have to make cutbacks? So I want to help pastors be ready for those transitions and changes that may come. And 
to have a side hustle or to have something that they can ramp up and, and, and scale. So if, if the church has to cut back like this month, what are you going to do? Uh, what, what changes can you make? And again, I'm sorry if I, um, uh, when I'm hearing myself, I'm hearing me, me being so nasally and congested and all that. So you don't know me, so you don't know how I'm supposed to sound, but I probably do sound congested to you. So I, again, I apologize. Like I said earlier, uh, I wanted to get this podcast uh, going no matter what, just to get off the dime and get moving. So uh, hopefully I'll sound better in, uh, in our next episode. So uh, another thing is, um, you know, I, I think um, churches are going to have to get creative in terms of um, other sorts of income. A lot of people are saying that that uh, pa- uh, churches are not going to be able to rely on tithes and offerings uh, going forward uh, only as their only source. Churches are going to have to get creative in renting out space and starting micro enterprises or other things. And so maybe pastors have to get creative as well in, in leading their church through those things. So maybe pastors have to become more entrepreneurial in their church world, their church life, but maybe that, again, just helps the pastor in general to be more entrepreneurial in their own life and, and take steps toward growing their own income. So those are some of the things that um, have been burdening me, have been on my heart, and those are some of the reasons I want to um, to launch this podcast. But the, the biggest thing, I guess, for me most recently is that I have just felt so many, I felt in my own life, I, I've always felt called to something more. I had a wonderful calling. I have loved being the pastor at, at, at the church I serve in. It's been an awesome experience, but I've always had these other dreams and goals in my life. And I just think so many other pastors, as I've as I've asked a lot of pastors for their input as I've prepared to launch this podcast, I've gotten affirmation over and over from a lot of pastors who have felt like, yes, I've been felt called to something more. And in fact, one pastor who I interviewed, he gave me this title, More Than a Pastor. He said, you know, I'm I'm a pastor, and I love that. But I'm I'm more than a pastor. I I want to. Uh, I, I'm a husband. I'm a father. And and he said, you know, like like there are so many resources out there to help to help me grow my church. There's so many resources to help me like put more butts in seats and reach more people. So many resources out there to to grow your giving and 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 be a better leader and all that. And those are great. But who's helping me to become a better me? Who's helping me be a better person and to fully live out the calling God has placed within me and to pursue the dreams that God has put inside me? So friend, my goal, that's really my, my dream, my heartbeat is to, help, is, is to help pastors experience the life, the impact and the income that God has made them for and, and to, not, to not settle for, for good enough or, or so-so or this is the way it's always been but to envision what our lives could be and to, and to take steps toward those things and to fully live out the calling God has placed on our lives. That's what I hope to inspire and hope to share here each and every week. Well, let me share a couple of um, um, goals I have for the show, like like some of the different segments I hope to have uh, on a regular basis, just to give you an overview. Uh, first of all, I want to share uh, what I'm learning and applying in my own life and uh, in my own work. So, um, you know, I want to share things from my own experience, but I also want to interview other pastors and, and have them share their stories. There are so many pastors who are entrepreneurs and who have launched into um, new levels of influence that God has given them. They, they, didn't, they didn't forsake their calling, but, but some people might say, well, you left your church or you, you left this, but God gave them a new platform, a new level of influence to reach people they never 
would have reached otherwise. And so I want to share their stories and, and, um, and, and really to help us discover that these are normal, ordinary pastors like you and me. And I don't mean to say that disparagingly, but, but, but they took steps, they took action, and, and, and God opened up extraordinary results uh, through their obedience. And so I want to share those stories just to inspire us that uh, whatever it is God's placed in our hearts, we can take a step, we can take action, and God can do more than we could have imagined uh, as, as we're obedient to do those things. I also want to share uh, interviews with other thought leaders um, who are outside of the pastor or the church space, but they have something to say to uh, pastors about, about how we live our lives and, and, uh, and, and pursue our dreams and, and, and do the work God's called us to do. So, so I'm looking forward to sharing interviews with pastors and then also with other thought leaders uh, who can speak into our lives. I want to share some helpful tips and resources, uh, maybe some, some books I'm reading, some uh, websites out there, things like that, some conferences, resources to help you uh, to grow as well. We can grow together. Uh, I want to have an Ask Rich segment, uh, you know, Q&A, and would love to have you send me your questions. You can send your questions to rich at morethanapastor.com. I'd love to answer your question on a future episode. I want to share some success stories from members of our audience who have uh, taken some steps, some next steps in their life and uh, in the success that you've had. Hopefully uh, stories from, some, from success as I have been able to coach people in the audience and uh, encourage you. So I'd love to share those stories. And, and then also uh, I'd like to share a quote of the day. And uh, I, I've collected over the years hundreds, I don't know, probably 500 or more uh, success quotes uh, from, from, from the ages, you know, ancient quotes or quotes in the Bible and, and modern quotes from different leaders, but, uh, they are inspirational to me. They, and, and, and I love, I love to read a quote and then I love to apply it to my life and say, okay, how does this apply to my life today? Or, or how would I like to embody that or live that out? And so I'll be sharing a quote and then, you know, my take on that quote, how it can apply to my life and how it can apply to your life as well. Those are some of the things I hope to cover on the podcast each week on on this More Than a Pastor show. And um, I'm looking forward to to sharing with you each week and to having you share in and speak into my life and share your thoughts and insights as well. Hey, so that's it. This is uh, episode zero, the first episode of More Than a Pastor. Thanks for being here and joining with me today. Thanks for putting up with my... uh, allergy and the congestion and all that in my head and chest. I'm sorry for that again, but uh, hopefully I'll be back next week and hopefully I'll be sounding a lot better and uh, we'll be able to dive in more together. Uh, Feel free to head over to my website, morethanapastor.com. I'll be uh, sharing uh, tips and resources and helpful things there to help you um, to launch with clarity and, and courage into the life impact and income you were made for. So check it out and uh, hey, we'll see you next time. God bless. Have a great week.